the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to our show today, and what an exciting show we have, because it is so exciting for me, and an honor to have a great actor on our show today, Tobias Forrest, who goes by Toby. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, and it is also a pleasure for us to have you in the city of Pittsburgh, performing in Pittsburgh at the City Theater, which we'll talk about a little bit more. But, Toby, I know you're here starring in Town at the City Theater in Pittsburgh. So let's start, if you don't mind, since we have people listening throughout North America and later on when it's replayed throughout the world, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about you and why you decided to become an actor? Well, uh, my name is Tobias Forrest, but of course I go by Toby. Um, break down to just two syllables, a little easier. But uh, about eight years ago, I was injured in a, a diving accident. I was in the Grand Canyon, and I was at a waterfall. And I was diving off of a waterfall, and uh, someone had told me, oh, well, there's a safe place to jump, and I just um, went to it, and I was always sort of pushing the limits and, and took a dive off the side of the waterfall into shallow water, and it shattered the fifth vertebrae and suffered a C5 burst fracture, which left me uh, underwater and drowning and quickly coming to the end of what I thought was my life and just realized, you know, thank you so much. I've had a wonderful life. I am willing to accept this, but I guess they're not ready for my sense of humor upstairs just yet. So uh, they decided to let me marinate a little bit longer. Fortunately, through the efforts of a lot of strangers, I was saved. I was pulled out of the water, resuscitated, and uh, evacuated to a nearby hospital. So because of the injury, life automatically changed for me. Prior uh, to being hurt, I was a musician, a singer, as well as an artist. I was a jeweler, and I had just graduated from college. So I was looking for a career in the entertainment business as well as the art industry. And the spinal cord injury had left me with limited lung capacity as well as uh, limited fine motor movement of my hands. So uh, you know, hold on one minute, Toby. Just, sure. just Wow. I mean, your story so far, holy cow. Let's start right here. How old were you when this happened? I was 22 on the verge of 23. Okay, and and who, so you're saying that when this accident occurred, why I'm saying, wow, what a great attitude you have. I mean, I don't know how many people at the point of death would be saying, well, you know, thank you for the life I've had so far. Um, I mean, that's amazing with your attitude right there. But my question is, who is it that saved you? Well, I um, the, the story, as far as I understand it, is uh, as I had dove in, um, I lost all that lungs, all the uh, air in my lungs to bring me back to the surface. And so I was drifting on the bottom of this uh, natural pool for 
five minutes without oxygen, and uh, none of my friends could find me. Everyone was looking for me, and fortunately, there was a young uh, girl that was playing by the, by the edge of the water, and I almost floated up to her, and she saw me and alerted everyone else, and they went in. I was very fortunate that there was a doctor there on vacation and um, happened to sort of take over the, um, the CPR, and they had me laid out on a rock and brought me back, and everyone formed this huge human chain and um, took my body to a safer area on the beach, and we waited for uh, a helicopter to come and evacuate me. Um, you know, I, I think in times... Of, of tragedy in times of duress. Our, I write a lot of poetry. In, in one of my poems, I write about how our soul binds us with spiritual silk in a cocoon that protects us. And we're forced to change, and we're going to change regardless. And the only way to really, truly be accepting of that change is to adapt to the situation. And I knew I was going to have to adapt. I was always good at sports, and I saw this as this is the ultimate sport of living, and I'm ready to play. So, um, you know, that attitude was sort of driven out of that, out of, well, you get two options. You fight the good fight, or uh, you hold yourself back and eventually realize that you have to create and open doors for yourself. Uh, so that's how that came about. You have a tremendous attitude. Obviously, there was a plan for you, that's for sure. Unbelievable. Well, there's definitely a fine line between fate and chance, and it's called a choice. So, uh, you know, whether I was meant to stay or, or not meant to go, I, I do not know. But regardless, I am driven to give back to society and give back to the number of people that I probably will not be able to thank for saving my own life. Um, hopefully I can give a message and save people from a few of their own And you know what? If you're listening to the show and you're wondering who is this remarkable, wonderful young man, his name is Tobias Forrest, and he is an actor. We're just very fortunate to have him here in Pittsburgh uh, performing here at the the City Theater in Pittsburgh. Uh, But, you know, it never ceases to amaze me how resilient people with disabilities are and it often is tied into this attitude, or as you call it, with your own soul. You know, I can relate to this because I had a near-death experience over 21 oh, years wow. ago as a result of epilepsy, and I had a seizure at a movie theater and hit the floor so hard I fractured my skull and had brain ended up having brain surgery. The miracle is that of the few people standing there at the time, one of them was a doctor. So... Toby, we must have the same person that wants to keep us here. I guess life has a way of looking out for us, huh? Yes, that's for you know, sure. Well, now, getting back to your story, you, you you then, how did you make this transformation to deciding you would become an actor? Well, I after my injury, I had uh, moved down to Florida where I did a rehab at the University of Miami, and they're also doing really just amazing cutting-edge research at what's called the Miami Project and they're trying to find a cure for paralysis. Uh, they're highly involved with stem cell research and a number of other things. Um, and so it was really just a, a natural place for me to go. My family was down there. And I had to start life over. I did my rehab. Um, I started painting while I was um, in the rehab. 
Rehabilitation Hospital, got out and just went to work uh, becoming an artist, then started doing web design for a company, quickly decided I wanted to be around people more, and went back to school to get a master's in psychology. While I was getting my master's in psychology and counseling people directly out of prison, I uh, had to do a project for one of my classes, which was to portray someone with Alzheimer's. So I sat down and I wrote this big monologue about a gentleman that has Alzheimer's and, and keeps reverting back to thinking he's 18 again. And I performed it for my class, and everyone was just like, what are you doing? How come you're not acting? And I said, really? So I went, and uh, I have a very good friend by the name of Danny Murphy. He's a very prominent actor that's in a wheelchair. He's in all the Farrelly Brothers movies. Great, great guy and a mentor of mine. And I asked him, I said, well, where should I go? And he suggested an acting studio in Hollywood, Florida. So I went and took an improv class. My teacher said, what am I going to do with the kid in the wheelchair? It's improv. You know, and uh, it's a lot of physical movement. And I said, well, my my mouth can more than make up for what my body can't do. So um proceeded to get involved with improv comedy doing that. Two shows out of the week, getting a master's degree as well as um, counseling. So finally received the degree um, and was in California. However, my father, Alan Olson, who is the president of a company called Robomedica, which is developing robotic technology to get people up and walking, was living in California, and they were doing research at UCLA. So I said, why am I sitting in Florida? I can, it's plenty of time to retire and come back to Florida. Why don't I go out to California and, and do some walking on a treadmill and see if I can take a shot at this entertainment thing and do a little bit of acting and a little bit of sit-down comedy. So that's uh, what where the journey led me, up to California. Well, lucky you did that. Oh, very lucky. Um, Good choice you made right there going to that entertainment land. You yeah. know, and if, if you're just tuning in again, you're going to have a great, exciting hour with Toby Forrest, who is our guest today on and Disability Matters and truly a great actor. Tobias Forrest will be right back with him. You're listening to America's Voice. This is Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. 
I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. This week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo, Lake Bell from Surface joins us to tell us about the show, and TD-0013, our resident stormtrooper, joins us in studio to help us talk about the sci-fi that's happened this week. That's this week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, and what a show we have. We're so excited to have... Toby Forrest, an actor who we were just so fortunate to get him here in Pittsburgh for the premiere of Town, and he is acting right here in Pittsburgh, and we'll tell you more about that, because if you don't have tickets or you haven't been to this show, better go, because they're selling out fast, and he is an amazing young man. And before we talk a little bit further, I do have something I want to say. I just want to mention how sad it is for all of us, especially disability advocates, to have lost Dana Reeves. It is a sad day for all of us. And I just want to say that my heart and soul and prayers go out to that family because even after Christopher Reeves passed away, his wife fought the fight for people with disabilities, and it's just very sad to have lost her. And as I said... My prayers go out to her family. We're very supportive of them. Um, anyway, back to you, Toby. I guess you're well aware with, of Christopher Reeves, correct? Yes, and I'm actually very happy that you brought that up. Um, I knew both Christopher and Dana, and, uh, you know, it was just a terrible loss. Um, you know, we can only turn around and, and try and find the, the good light that uh, both of these people just shed on a number of aspects of disability, of living, and of just encountering difficulty and, and facing it head on. Chris was uh, just a fantastic person who fought really hard. It was an amazing advocate, and his loss was, of course, devastating, uh, not only to uh, the disabled community, but the community at large, the world, and to lose Dana as well. Um, 
although we've got two amazing angels looking over us now and a message that uh, needs to be carried along, it was an amazing experience to be able to meet them both and to get to know her. And just last, this past year, uh, she was at a fundraiser that I developed and put together and, uh, you know, she was willing to be there and be a, a pillar and a, and a, just a form of strength that we need in the public eye. Kyle, I agree. And we all admire her so much. And as I said, it is a loss to us, but she will not be forgotten. She is an example of a stellar role model and a person of character who it was all about no pity. It was all about giving back, and, and they did. They gave back nonstop to the disability community, um, and they will be sorely missed. And, Toby, I'm also sure that, uh, as I think about it, that Christopher Reeves was a, another good role model for you acting. Uh, unbelievable. I, When I was first hurt and I was in the ICU, the intensive care unit, struggling to regain breath on a respirator, I had one thing that would get me through the nights, and that was the audio tape of Still Me. And so Chris's voice would um, keep me company on those really lonesome nights, uh, stuck inside the hospital all alone. And I was not alone because I had his voice there to remind me to fight on and to keep up the struggle. And as an actor, I mean, he he did it all. So he did stage, he did film, uh, he wrote books, he directed movies, and did not let gravity slow him down. So, um, you know, I would love to also encourage all of your listeners, everyone out there, to go to the, the Reeve website and get tagged. They have Superman dog tags that the proceeds go towards uh, helping to find a cure for paralysis. They're also just a really great, fashionable item to have, and it's for a great benefit. So I definitely encourage people to go and, and take the time to to get tagged. And what is that website again, Toby? Uh, I believe it, uh, I believe it's, um, you know, I don't know it right off the bat. Well, if you, you Google Christopher Reeves, it will for sure you come go, up. If you go to Christopher Reeves on Google and then go to that site, I'm sure that's where you would find it. Definitely. Yes. And also, Toby, here you are, as I mentioned, starring, you are the star in Town at the City Theater in Pittsburgh. Let's start, you've told our listeners a little bit about you and why you decided to become an actor, but let's talk a little bit about now how long have you been acting and how were we so fortunate to get you to Pittsburgh for this show? Well, I've only been acting for, well, about three years. Uh, I've lived in California for about that amount of time. And the first thing that I did when I got to California was I auditioned for a Christopher Reeve acting scholarship. In Los Angeles, there's a great organization called the Media Access Office, very much like yourselves, encouraging the employment of people with disabilities, uh, specifically in the arts, uh, be it theater or acting or writing or um, or any medium, basically, that involves the arts. So I won an acting scholarship, which gave me a large sum of money to take classes and learn the craft and began to do that. And I was living in Culver City, and to 
learn more, I decided to start working at the Kirk Douglas Theater, which is a theater at the end of my street. And I thought, wow, I get to see, uh, I could see all these shows for free and get to learn about acting and, and be a part of this community, which is an amazing and supportive community. And while I was working as an usher, the director for Pyretown, Diane Rodriguez, who is a fantastic actress, a phenomenal director, and uh, just a really kind, great soul, happened to come in to see a show. And they had been auditioning here on the East Coast and on the West Coast and had found some good actors that were not in wheelchairs but really wanted to fulfill the dream of, of John Beluso, who wrote Pyretown, to cast an actor that's in a wheelchair. And so Diane's husband said, well, I bet that kid's uh, an actor. He's an usher. And sure enough, I happen to be an actor and went in for the audition, and, and she happened to find some belief in me and said, well, you don't have much theater experience. I said, no, but I've got a lot of wheelchair experience. So hopefully that can uh, make up for any lack of, of knowledge that I do have about theater, and I'm willing to put in the work and keep my eyes and ears open and, and listen and learn. And I've just been very fortunate to have a great director, uh, an amazing writer, and uh, the co-star Chandler Vinton, who is a, an accomplished actress and has been in a number of plays here in Pittsburgh at City Theater, um, has just been extremely patient and understanding and accommodating, and I've learned a lot of things from her as well. So it's been an amazing experience having her co-star with me on this. That That is fantastic. That is a great story. And by the way, for our listeners, uh, Toby Forrest, our guest here and star actor in Pyretown, mentioned to you to go to our website if you want to get tagged and make that contribution uh, the Christopher Reeve site you go to is www.christopherreeve.org. ChristopherReeve.org, and that is the website you go to. Uh, once again, we sadly lost uh, Dana, his wife, passed away, and uh, our hearts, souls, and prayers go out to that family. But as Toby said, we've got to keep that fight going. And you know, uh, Toby, when you were talking about John Beluso, who yes, is the person that wrote this play. I wondered if, it, first, can you tell our listeners a little bit about him and how you were impacted by him? Um, I know he also is no longer with us, but I think everyone should hear about him because I know he, he did a lot for the community. Yes, un- unfortunately, John passed away on, uh, on February 11th of this year, just very recently. Uh, he was only 36, and uh, it was very unfortunate. I was looking forward to meeting him and thanking him for creating this role and for tackling these issues and bringing light and putting it into uh, exposure. But he had had a, a rare bone disorder since the age of 13 and, and was a wheelchair user who was also a writer. He went to NYU and, and graduated from Tisch as well, and he was the director of the Other Voices Project at the Mark Taper Forum in Los Angeles. So he had worked very closely with Diane Rodriguez, the director of Pyretown, and we all happened to come from 
the Center Theater Group. It was just a very, I don't know if irony is the right word or um, uh, fate may be the right word, but it was definitely a gift to be able to, to become involved with something that he had wrote. He became a writer of Deadwood most recently. It was an award-winning writer and just tackled issues that most people stay away from. And he was a, just a phenomenal person from my understanding, and I uh, was really looking forward to thanking him. I guess I'll have to do that through my performance. And, of course, we'll dedicate both this evening's show and uh, the opening show, if not every show, to both the memory of John and Dana Reeve and, and Christopher Reeve and everyone out there that is struggling to make a difference and fighting through the red tape and getting out of their front door and into the public eye and making a, a chance to make a difference. Yeah, and isn't that what it's all about? That is what it's all about. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of people who have been calling in to our office and or emailing us with questions for you, but we have uh, an emailer here, question from Washington, D.C. for you, saying, Toby, my question for you is, where do you think we stand in terms of progress in the area of moving people with disabilities into prominent theatrical roles? Well, I believe that, first off, if the uh, if the roles are not there, then we need to create them. Uh, we need to put the pen to the paper or the, the fingertips to the keyboard or uh, even to a speech device and create roles for ourselves. Um, fortunately, the majority of society is is no longer saying, "Well, we can just take uh, the average person and sit them in a, in a wheelchair and." have them play the part, they're, you know, I'm okay with that I'm, to some degree. I think that uh, if the role requires to have someone that is walking, that suffers an injury, that is then in a chair, well, it makes perfect sense. But if you do have a character that is portrayed throughout the entirety of a, a movie or, um, uh, or through a play that is primarily in a chair or has a disability, there are so many talented and willing and able people out there that have these disabilities that have overcome them and are willing to show the world what they can do. And just because you're limited physically does not mean that you are limited in your ability to perform and to give people the gift of entertainment. Oh, how true that is. And you know what? I want to tell you what. If you really want to see someone, it's sort of like with, with epilepsy. All right, you're not going to know what it's like to have a seizure. You're not going to be able to reenact that. You have to have a seizure. Or if you're blind, you're really not going to totally understand. I mean, obviously, we have actors who have done a phenomenal job of portraying people who are blind or people who are deaf or people in a chair. But, you know, when you've done it and lived it, it's a whole new world. Completely. Now, we're going to go to break for a minute, and then we'll be right back with our star, our star who we want to see in the future on the Academy Awards, <laughs> Mr. Toby Forrest. You're listening to Joyce Fender, the voice of America, Voice, voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. 
want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what's in your future? Why you are the way you are? Or what your dreams really mean? Then tune in and call in to the Jackie Marie Show with professional psychic Jackie Marie. With over a reported 90% accuracy in her psychic predictions, Jackie Marie answers your questions on psychic phenomenon, dream interpretation, numerology, astrology, hypnosis, recognizing your own psychic gifts, and so much more. Along with her co-host, Alan Richard, Jackie also provides her psychic insight on celebrities, politicians, new items, and a mystery of the week. That's the Jackie Marie Show, broadcast every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. Whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. And we have as our guest today, Toby Forrest, the actor in the premiere in Pittsburgh of Piretown. And, you know, at the break, just so you all know, see, I'm going to say this on the air so he can't forget. I told him that in the future when he receives that Academy Award, he better remember me when he's up there. Well, I really appreciate it, Joyce. You're, you're amazing. And, um... I will do everything that I can to live up to that dream of, of myself and yours as well. And 
you know, we'll have to make that Academy Awards stage accessible. That is right. That is right. That Academy Awards stage needs to be accessible. And, and you know, um, Toby, I did want to ask you a question. You, you, like me, had an accident where you then, you know, realized you have a disability later in your life. Yes. I did not know I had a disability until this accident occurred because it was misdiagnosed by the doctor when I told him that one night my husband had found me, you know, unconscious after fainting, you know, they, mm. they made a mistake. Now, my question is with you, after you got back, you know, into your mainstream of life, did people treat you differently that you knew before when you were in a wheelchair? Yes, uh, definitely. And people that didn't know me before, uh, of course. You know, part of the drive, I guess, to become an actor and an, and an entertainer was that I knew people were going to be looking at me regardless. So why don't I give them a better excuse than just, why is he in a wheelchair? Why don't I give them the, I think I've seen him before somewhere, um, and erase the disability. I have challenged most people that I have never met before, as well as people that have known me before I was in a, in a wheelchair, to give me five minutes and it will disappear. Uh, let's talk for five minutes and the wheelchair will disappear and you'll be asking me to help you move furniture into your house, which I'm going to be horrible at. But um, the people, some of my friends had some difficulty accepting or really dealing with uh, the, the change that had happened with me simply because we were on the level of, of making music and doing a lot of specific things together. And now it was very much, you know, I was a very physical person before. I was a gymnast and would always be doing crazy things. And a lot of my friends would hold back on things they would have done with me before, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, running down the beach and uh, diving into the water, you know, and I just encourage them to be the same person. Um, don't, don't slow down and don't be, don't, you know, be cautious, but uh, don't slow down and don't change uh, your perception or attitude or um, physical demeanor towards me just because now I'm a little bit more fragile than I was before. Yeah, that is exactly right because, you know, in case everyone forgot about this and they seem to forget about this, you know, you worry about a person in a wheelchair being able to do certain things or to run certain things. Have we all forgotten that Franklin Delano Roosevelt, as Commander-in-Chief, during, you know, three terms in one of the most difficult times in our country, did that in a wheelchair? Mm-hmm. You know, how, it's amazing that people don't think about that, but... You know, there's so many things you can do. You know, Paralympics, there's so many people in wheelchairs that are also phenomenal athletes, and they can do so much. But see, the thing is, getting past the wheelchair. You know, looking at the person as a person, looking at the person for their ability, not not having this attitudinal uh, barrier. And, and uh, Toby, as I mentioned to you before, we had several email questions, but one of them was, what advice... And this also came from Virginia. What advice would you give to a young person with a disability interested in pursuing a career in theater, film, or television? 
don't be afraid to ask. I think that that is the number one, uh, the number one issue on both ends of disability is that people who, um, who meet folks with disabilities are afraid to ask what, what is wrong? How can I help? Is there anything I can do? Um, and on the flip side of the coin, sometimes people with disabilities are afraid to ask, um, is this something that I can do? Can you help me to do this? Can you accommodate things to make it easier for me to do this? And uh, lo and behold, the world is a very accommodating place as long as we ask. People want to help. And so if you're young and you want to get involved, uh, go to the nearest place you can that is involved with entertainment, is involved with theater, is involved with writing. Um, if it's not accessible, ask them if they're if they can consider making it accessible or if they can consider coming and meeting you at a place that is. I had uh, my first experience with acting was up two flights of stairs, performing twice a week, and my entire cast would lift me up and haul me up two flights of stairs because although it wasn't accessible, uh, we all wanted to be there, and they wanted me to be there. And we are all willing to take that journey together. And it just shows the bond that people have for one another. Uh, we're strong, strong creatures, and we've got a lot of love to give and a lot of support that we can lend as long as the questions are asked. Yeah, you have to be willing to ask. Speak up and don't feel that you need to be excluded. You know, you, you are an American with the same rights as every other person in this country. True, and if America has shown anything, it is that you can create whatever you like to happen. And if you can't find it in your neighborhood, you can make it happen in your neighborhood. And with um, technology today and the amazing people out there like yourselves that are bringing awareness and bringing people together, we can have acting classes in our homes or at the local school or wherever you need to find a place. You just need to have a few people there, and a lot of fun can be had. That is the truth. Toby, before we – I don't want, I want to make sure we get to talk about one thing, and that is Hiretown. You know, here we are having you premiere right here in Pittsburgh at the City Theater can you tell our listeners a little bit more about Pyretown? I, I would love to. Pyretown is an amazing story of two people who are struggling to find themselves through each other. It's the story of Harry, a young 23-year-old um, college student who's a radical leftist web designer who has dealt with the system and has fought the system, and he meets a 39-year-old mother of three, a welfare mom that is Louise, and that's played by Chandler Vinton, who, again, is just an amazing actress, and I'm sure a lot of the folks here in Pittsburgh have seen her at, um, at previous performances at City Theater, and she just does an amazing job of bringing this character to life and really makes it a lot easier for me to to play Harry, who is a young person who is just struggling to find their identity and 
fight through disability and fight through the red tape of of uh, the American healthcare system. And so it speaks to a number of people, young and old, about what what the challenges are faced by disability, the challenges faced by a lack of finances, financial support, what it's like to uh, raise kids, what it's like to raise yourself. And I would love to tell the story, but it's, uh, it needs to be saved for the stage, and I just encourage everyone to come out and see Pyre Town and let it affect your life and let it take you away from your troubles for you know a couple of hours and give you something to reflect on and send a message out there that that things need to be heard and that things need to be addressed and we don't need to just sit by and watch the world pass us by and and watch and become part of of a system that is easily able to swallow us up and tuck us and file us away into a drawer somewhere where we're just a number because we're people and we have names and we have rights and we have disabilities and we have abilities and we have hearts and souls and that's what Pirate Town is about. It's about the heart and soul overcoming obstacles. And you know you've got to go see this. If you're you know, here in Pittsburgh at the City Theater, um, it's starting now. What are the dates? What are the dates, Toby? It's running through till April 2nd, which will be the last performance. It is Tuesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday evening shows are uh, around 8 o'clock. And then we have a Friday evening show, which is um, at the same time we have a Saturday afternoon, well, more like a matinee around 5.30, and as well as a 9 o'clock. And then Sundays are 2 o'clock, but if you do go to the City Theater website, you will be able to look up Pyre Town and see the dates. We've even got some really special events uh, where we're going to have lectures and we'll just be far more informative than just your average show. Yes, I know you're having those special lectures because many of my employees are, are going to going that day. And once again, Toby Forrest, star of Pyre Town, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at the City Theater. Now, Toby, there's over 54 million Americans with disabilities, and what we need to start doing is following you. So when we come back after this break, let's hear how we can follow what you're doing, you know, prior to when you get that Academy Award. And you're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Toby. Connecting your world. The Internet's number one talk and information station. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display 
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race stars. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back, and you have been listening to our guest, Tobias Forrest, who goes by Toby, Toby Forrest, who is right now acting here in Pittsburgh in the premiere of Town at the City Theater. And what we were asking you before we went to break, uh, Toby, is if we want to start something through our radio show and through our website following uh, your career, would we be able to do that? That would be a wonderful gift to me and uh, and whoever else is, is interested. So um, I would really appreciate that. I also happen to be an artist and a, and a writer. I write poetry. Um, I do have a... A small website up right now, but um, one way to really go see some of my artwork is to go to uh, my father's company, which is called Robomedica.com. It's R-O-B-O-M-E-D-I-C-A.com. They are making just leaps and bounds in technology to get people uh, up and walking, whether it's stroke victims, whether um, it is people with just uh, impaired gait patterns, or whether it's spinal cord injuries. And uh, there's a direct link to my artwork on there, and uh, that's one way to do it. The other is to, um, we all know Google, to put the name in and um, and see what, what gets updated. So, Well, you know what, that is awesome. And what we can do here is we will put on the Bender Consult site. Um, you know what you can do, Toby, is send us... Uh, your photograph, and also any upcoming events you have across the United States. 
And you can even send us one of your poems, and we'll put it on our site. But if you're listening to the show, no matter what city you're in, and especially if you're in New York or in California, now you know if you're a person with a disability, you've got to write in and say, I want to see Toby Forrest in that next TV show, or I want to see Toby Forrest in one of the plays that you have going on in your city, because that's what we need to do. We have to unite and help one another. That's that's the only way we're going to have change. I agree, and I encourage everyone, um, whether they've even thought about getting involved with the entertainment industry, to go out and do it, because the roles are they are out there, and um, if you don't take them, someone else might, and uh, you may be the perfect person for it. And if there isn't one, it, it's easily um, created by yourself because uh, no one knows us better than us, and um, everyone's story is unique and deserves to be told. That is so, so true. And you, yours, Joyce, is amazing, and I, I just want to, again, thank you for everything that you're doing for um, for humanity. I mean, forget just people with disabilities. This is about educating and informing and letting people feel comfortable with the world that surrounds them and create opportunities for each other and to create opportunities for ourselves and to be able to go out and work, whether it's uh, in the entertainment industry or the medical industry or um, simply uh, finding a, a website and creating information that you can share with other people. Yes, well, as I said, you know, with only 35% of Americans with significant disabilities who want to work working, hey, we all need to get together and speak up and do what Toby's doing. So, Toby, we are all behind you. And you have obviously had many great accomplishments already in your young life, but what would you say you're proudest of so far? Uh, outside of surviving? <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I think it is my proudest accomplishment is 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 not anything that I've done for myself. It's really just being part of um, a family. Uh, I have an amazingly supportive family that absolutely loves me and enriches me and cares for me, and um, you know they've just been a huge support to me. And so my biggest accomplishment is accepting their love and and um, and understanding that they're there unconditionally for me. It, and so is society. Um, I've had some phenomenal experiences in nature. I've run with deer. I've uh, skied off of 35-foot cliffs. I've, you know, been 50 feet down deep in the ocean, and I've been on stages and, and uh, on the television and, and have had an amazing amount of just opportunities. And to be there at the right time, in the right place, with the right attitude is really what it takes. And to have a good support system has been the greatest gift that I could have asked for. And and so that's my accomplishment is to be part of a group of people that, that have love and are willing to give it and share it. Well, you know what, doesn't that just go with what makes you such a great person of character. I'm not surprised, and you obviously do have a great family, because you have a family that believed in you and did not lower the bar. 
Completely. And how, how important that is. Completely. And um, my, both of my parents were never, um, well, what can we do to make it easier for you? They said, well, you fight, and um, when you really need some help getting there, well, we're there for you. But um, fight and continue the fight and, and work on it. And I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by amazing opportunities. I mean, City Theater has been phenomenal. Everyone that works here is amazing, um, from the staff that is running this place to the people that are uh, doing the set design and the lighting design, and uh, Diane Rodriguez, who is the director of Pyre Town, Chandler Vinton, who is uh, starring in Pyre Town as well. And I would love to also thank the FISA Foundation, because without them, a lot of this opportunity would not have been made available to me. Uh, they covered a lot of the expense. It's not easy to, um, you know, take someone with a disability and give them this opportunity because the cost of living is higher. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it is a fact, and um, they found a way to get past that and let the message speak for itself and, and put someone with a disability in this role and employ me. And uh, what a great opportunity that's been. So thanks to, you know, City Theater and FISA and everyone here, the, the city of Pittsburgh has been amazing. I mean, cold outside but warm inside. That the people is right. have well, been yes, phenomenal. Remember, you are in the city of the Super Bowl champions. Don't forget that part. I came in on Super Bowl Sunday as, as the Steelers, or I guess the Steelers, were, uh, were winning. And it was a very proud moment for me, and I was very happy to be here. And, uh, you know, go Steelers and go uh, City Theater and go Pittsburgh and go Pyretown, you know. And definitely go see Pyretown because it's yes, an amazing listen, show. Yes, anyone listening to the show, here you are. And especially if you're listening to the show and you live right here in the vicinity, you better go to Pyretown because, you know, again, it's all about support, especially for people with disabilities. You know, we want to see these things happen, but then when we do, we have to be supportive. And I know I can tell you we are at Bender Consulting Services, so I expect that all of you will be doing the same, and we will be keeping you tuned in on this radio show to where Toby is and if he's on TV or if he's in any other place in any other cities, we'll make sure we let you know so we can keep following uh, his career. Toby, do you have any message to leave? We let all of our guests end with a message for our listeners. What message do you have? Well, the message, um, one is, is that, you know, also if people have any questions for me, I encourage them uh, to contact me. I Not only do I know about the um, entertainment industry and disabilities, but I'm also very involved with the medical industry. I work for a company called Gambird Medical in Los Angeles. Um, we work on making people's homes, lives, businesses safer and more accessible. And um, the message is to don't don't sit and don't be idle. Um, you know, get the wheels turning inside of your head, inside of your heart, underneath you, whatever it takes to get out into the world and make a difference and create opportunities for yourselves and for others. Um, please, please go do it. Don't be shy. Don't hold back. Grab the reins. 
open up the door and find the light inside yourself and share it with the rest of us because we want to know. We want to know about you. We want to know about the story that you have to tell us. And I want to know about everyone out there and let them know about my story as well. Well, we will do that. And, you know, Toby, we went end every show with a quote by someone that we feel has impacted people's lives. And since you're right here in Pittsburgh today, we decided to use a quote from someone we all loved, and that would be Mr. Rogers. And the quote is, one of our chief jobs in life, it seems to me, is to realize how rare and valuable each one of us really is, that each of us has something which no one else has or ever will have, something inside which is unique to us all time. Isn't that the truth? Toby. It definitely good is. Good luck, Toby. And Joyce, thank, thank you for the opportunity. Thank your listeners, and um, continue the fight. We will. And make sure you go to Pyre Town right here in the city of Pittsburgh. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice on VoiceAmerica.com. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.